Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Gambling and Rambling. This is week 13 of the NFL season. Coming off kind of a bad couple weeks for our locks of the week. We I think we've gone a combined 0 and 8. So you would be up eight units if you just faded all of our picks the last couple of weeks. But that means this hopefully is a big bounce back week and we can all get back on track. And you're picks. either hot, you're either hot or you're due. That's due. Good. Right now we're due. <laughs> we're due. We're due. I mean, it's not just like one of us either. It's just all of us with our locks. So hopefully we got some uh good ones today. But uh, starting off here, we have the Cowboys at the Saints. The line is now, it looks like, at Cowboys minus four and a half. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a Saints fan here, so I guess I can go first. Um, Explain to us. Explain to us why we should take the Cowboys. <laughs> you mean the Saints. So I'm going to be on the Saints here at plus four and a half. Uh, as we've seen kind of this week, there's a bunch of COVID news that's been rolling in on the Cowboys side. Amari Cooper still not over his COVID. There's a chance he's not playing. Cedric Wilson might not be playing as well. He's banged up. Zeke is surprising. They said that he was, uh, is my internet good? Yeah, you yeah. good. Oh, okay. So it's trying to reconnect. Okay, good. Uh, Zeke. I'd bail out here too, PB. <laughs> I know you're trying to rationalize it, but the internet's trying. No, I was on a roll there. I had everything like, okay, that kind of messed me up. Okay. Zeke is uh, banged up, but they said that he's going to get a serious load, whatever that means. Um, But who knows that could just be coach talk. And then we'll see Pollard just still get a bunch of work. Honestly, I like the fact that Zeke is going to be in because I think Pollard is better. So a banged up Zeke going against a great, uh, run defense i don't think that's going to work great and the saints are at home uh you know Taysom hill they're making the switch to him as starting quarterback and i think uh this is they're going to establish the run here kamara it looks like he's going to be back ingram is going to be back uh so with that you know especially getting Taysom hill in there over simeon i think is going to add a big make it make a big difference and uh we cover here at home so I'm, i'm definitely on the saints plus four and a half do you cover and do you win? Uh, yeah, we get the win. Oh, okay. Uh, but, but take the four and a half. Yes. <laughs> just in case. Just, yeah, in, just, case. just in case. <laughs> yeah, you, you get more. Yeah, the four, four is a key number, too. Like three is a yeah. key number, but so is four. So, yeah. Um, depending on who's in and out for the Cowboys, hopefully they, <clears throat> they stop their COVID outbreak. I mean, obviously, coach is out. I know. I know. That's obviously. I mean, Actually, that's a benefit. That's beneficial to the Cowboys because Kellen Moore is a better coach anyway. McCarthy's not calling any plays either. So, like, like if Sean Payton got COVID, that's huge. Obviously, oh yeah, that would like be if bad. McCarthy's just kind of like a rah rah type guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's the clapper. He's like the second coming of the clapper, the watermelon smasher, dude. Yeah, the watermelon smasher. <laughs> um, um, I just like the Cowboys. They're, I think they're just a better team. Uh, they got to come off. They come off a loss to the Raiders at home. They were without their two top receiving threats that game, and they still looked very competitive. I know it's the Raiders, um, and the Saints have a better defense than the Raiders. The I again for the Cowboys to stay in contention with that number one seed, they got to keep winning games here, and to drop a game to the Saints who don't have an offensive identity right now, um, I think is a is a good point uh, to very you know to 
take home because even with Taysom Hill coming in and playing, I don't know how much that really helps the Saints. I mean, Trevor, it has to help a little bit because Trevor Simeon's looked bad. But Taysom Hill throwing the ball, at, if he was a good quarterback, he would already have his shot with the He's Saints. He's been injured. I understand. But, like, even with them, like, thinking that – He went three and one last year, by the way. Uh, okay. I, I completely understand. But, like, who who were those games against? Were they against big opponents? I can't remember. I, so, I, I'm not going to remember. But what I'm saying, I, I just – I don't think Taysom Hill brings it up to the passing game. Obviously, you guys are going to run heavy team this week. Yeah. Uh, I just I just like the, the Cowboys here. And the, I like the under here. I think it's going to be. Yeah, I know it's a Thursday night game. Taysom, if he's starting, yeah, that or he's, he's should be starting. Run a lot. The last two times these guys played, 2018 and 19, the finals were 12 to 10 and 13 to 10. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> so, Corey, I think you're yeah. on to something. And that. Thursday night. And Thursday, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, I, I think that the. Um, I think that the Cowboys have more to play for right now. Um, I think that they're the better team. And my brain is telling me that four and a half is too much, but this is the week where I'm fading my brain. So I'm going to go Cowboys minus four and a half because, uh, you know, sticking with my brain has led to about a three and 11 or whatever it was record last week. So uh, give me uh, Cowboys minus four and a half. Nick. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Saints haven't won since uh, October 31st. We're, we're approaching December here tomorrow. So, you know, I think, Things need to level out a bit there. I think Taysom Hill does actually help this team. I think it'll be close if, you know, Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, you know, that passing attack is out of the question. Uh, the Saints are pretty good at the run. So uh, I don't like just a Zeke and Pollard carrying the game type of situation, but <clears throat> I think it'll be close. So I'm going to take the points here. For, you could get them for four and a half right now on DraftKings. So. I'm going with the you Saints. Know, you know it's time to take the Saints one. Even Nick is on them. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're, Nick they're healthier around the field mostly. I don't – like, what's up with that offensive line? We've had a lot of injuries there the past No, there, there's a chance our still yeah. our left tackle and right tackle could miss this game. And, and if that's the case – It's good for the run offense, right? What? It's usually good for the run offense when you're left yeah. and right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that so that wouldn't be ideal, but still, I think you know our 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 defense alone could get it done. And we're having Taysom in there is going to add a, a, a Taysom Ingram and Kamara just running those three. I think uh, is how is our game plan for this week. Kamara's yeah. probably touched the ball forty five times in this game. As you I don't, I doubt, I highly doubt that. <laughs> Well, you should because he's your best offensive player. <laughs> uh, all right. So next game, we have uh, early games on Sunday. First one, we have Colts at Texans. We have the line at minus nine Colts. Uh, Corey, Colts fans, start us off. <clears throat> uh, Jonathan Taylor touches the ball 45 times this game. Um, <laughs> okay. He's going to have five touchdowns again. Sure. You know. So, okay, so going from that game, I know a lot of people are criticizing Frank Reich um, and his play calling in the second half where they threw like 22 straight times. Um, that was good play calling, not bad. Well, ex so exactly. Eight, eight or 10 of those calls were RPOs. 
So they were runs designed for Jonathan Taylor, but Carson Wentz checked out of them or, you know, didn't hand the ball off and threw it. And like on those plays, Frank Reich was saying that they like on the ones that were supposed to be runs that he threw, the Colts gained like seven, 12, 13, and seven yards. And people are up in arms like, oh, you got to run Jonathan Taylor. Like those people who are saying that, I, I, including my father and my little brother who I watched the game with, which can't do again because it was negative Nancy's left and right. Uh, I, I just, I, it just, it, it frustrates me. It's like, they why would you run into Vita Vea who just lost a tooth? Like, come on. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that should have been your sign. Like, all right. Yeah. Like we're not running him. at this guy. I, yeah. It's just one of those things that it just drove me nuts. Like they know what they're doing. They put up points. I mean, we put up, I mean, we turned the ball over five times. Granted, you can't have that. And you can't have that. Up. But the, the idea, the, the, the play calling was there. Like that's yeah. how you attack the Bucks. Yeah. You had five turnovers and you still, you know, took it down right. to the wire 30 plus points. So that's saying something about the firepower of that offense. For like sure. all you have to do is look at what the Seahawks are doing and do the opposite of them. And that's kind of <laughs> what the Colts did. Now they didn't, you know, execute it perfectly with the turnovers, but you know, that's all you got to do. Cause yeah. I mean, and I mean, one of those turnovers, I mean, took away points. I mean, you can all, you can argue all of them took away points, but we were driving first half or second half opening drive and we were going to score and go up, you know, 10 or 13 or 20. So it was like, yeah, it was one of those things that or 13 or 17. So it's just one of those, it's just it's a drive killer, but getting to this game, uh, Colts traveling to Houston Colts have owned Houston in Houston. Um, T.Y. Hilton loves playing in Houston. He torches them for, you know, 800 yards and like 10 touchdowns in his career there. So uh, I'm not saying this is a huge T.Y. Hilton game. It's a Jonathan Taylor game. They get it right. Colts minus nine. I think it's it's pretty easy. Uh, Nick? Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, my main point here was exactly what Corey said with the turnovers. They still put up 30-plus points and, like, they're an absolute wagon. I'm, I'm scrolling through all the losses here, the Texans, and they get beat by like 10 points every game when they lose uh, pretty much day. unless they're winning. So, uh, which we know doesn't happen very often. So it's kind of a no brainer here taking the Colts. Yeah. The Texans coming off a loss to the Jets and Mr. INT in there. Uh, Colts coming off a really probably my favorite game of last week to watch. I know it was a tough ending for you, Corey, but uh, that was a hell of a game, one way or the other. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the teams that I think are going to be the better teams at the end of the year at this point, because I think those teams are starting to play their best football, and the Texans are not one of those teams. Uh, the Colts, I think, are, and so for that reason, I'll take Colts minus nine. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Colts minus nine here. If this was over, if it even got to 10 or 10 and a half, especially, I'd switch to the Texans. But I think this, having it under 10, I think it's still uh, better to take the Colts here. Uh, I, what? Uh, well, just, I was just interu- going to interrupt you really quick. Uh, last time the Colts played, they beat him 31 to three. Jonathan Taylor touched the ball. He ran the ball 14 times for 145 yards and two touchdowns. So just imagine yeah. if he gets when he was splitting carries too. Yeah. So imagine yeah. if he's 20 plus carries, how many? Yeah, this is definitely more of like a, a Taylor game. Is that good? Sure. <laughs> but but yeah, I, I just think 
you know, the Colts obviously are playing for a lot here and coming off that loss. I mean, the Texans just got beat by the Jets. Um, you can't really call this like a bounce back game for the Texans because I mean, they're not even playing for any, they're playing for like a better draft slot, to be honest. And so, yeah, I'm going to take the Colts minus nine. I don't really have too much else to say. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing is Texans. I mean, the only thing they're also playing for is ruining other people's playoff chances. So, but even with that being said, they don't have the, the key playmakers on offense to, to beat the Colts. I mean, last time they played Mark Ingram was their running back and he led the team. In, yeah. So. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried at all. Yeah. The Colts should. Yeah. And Nick, are you lost? Have you gone? Yeah. He, he took Colts. Oh, okay. You took, okay. Next game. We have Vikings at lions. Uh, spread is right now. Is it minus seven? I thought I saw it. Yeah, no, it's still, I think it's still minus seven. Um, we'll start off with Alex on this one. Yeah. The, uh... This is a tough NFC North matchup. You've got both starting running backs out, uh, Dalvin out. It's They said maybe two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't that weird that he got carted off for a shoulder injury? They like, they kind, of, they like kind of – yeah, but then they let Conklin walk well, off the field with a torn, like, patella tendon or whatever it was. Like Someone, Someone's going to get that was fired. That was <laughs> – and that, like, a guy that size – like <laughs> doing uh, that oh my god mm. um anyways back to this game uh yeah minus seven uh vikings vikings have been playing i mean they ran into a buzzsaw in the 49ers last week but they've been playing pretty good football otherwise um the lions are the lions and they're without their best player and deandre swift i think that the vikings can cover a touchdown if not you know at worst case push one Corey. Yeah, actually, to be fair, the Lions have covered like they're one of the best teams, and I, that's why it's one of the one of the teams that I've been on in these. It is, which is crazy. They've been one of the best teams against the spread. Yeah. Well, it's well, okay, fair enough. A lot of their spreads have been like giant points. Yeah, but that's what I'm, you're not. Again, this is like a classic example of you're not. They're the worst. You're not betting teams to win. I know. You're not betting teams. You're betting numbers. I know. I I totally agree with you there. Uh, with that being said, DeAndre swept out. That's that hurts. I mean, that is a big blow. More than Dalvin Cook being out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Addison's yeah. a great backup. Uh, and yeah, I just, I just think the Vikings. You know, they've been playing. I feel like all their games that they've played that they've lost have been by like seven points or less. Like, they have. Yeah, that's the stat. Good. They have been. So, so that's that's crazy. It's even like, I mean, they could their record could be totally different now. So. I, I like the Vikings here traveling to um, the Ford field and putting a whooping on the, uh, the sad lions who are probably gonna be the first team to go. Oh, 16 in a 17 game uh, schedule. They go yeah. 16 again. They're going to go. Oh, and 17. That's, you know, they that's wanted bad. to capture that title really quick. I mean, they're one for one on the, on the new, you know, game total. So they wanted to be the first off to them. You know, they know their place, so they're still in Bet that if if they'll go zero and sixteen or go, yeah, defeat the entire year. It's at it's a favorite at plus one sixty against wow. all the matches coming up. It's horrible odds for that. No, <laughs> right. Like I said, the, the, the reason why I was on the, on the Bears against that one week is that was like I thought their best chance to get a win, and then yeah. almost did it. Still couldn't deliver. Covered though. <laughs> 
Yeah, they covered, and I had that, but I didn't. But they didn't win. Uh, Nick, who do you who do you have here? Yeah, I like the Vikings a lot. They've played some pretty tough teams the past five weeks. They got Dallas, Baltimore, the Chargers, Green Bay, San Fran, and like they hung in there. They won a couple of them. Now they're going up against a much easier team for once. Um, and without DeAndre Swift, I just don't think they have any chance of really maybe scoring. So give me the uh, Vikings. Yeah, I think I'm going to be on the Vikings here as well. I think they've played so many close games against the uh, against great teams, and like they haven't really had an opportunity to just beat down on a team. And I think this could be it. I think that they could they could pound the Lions here. I know the Lions have been one of the best teams against the spread this year, but you know I always talk about regression to the mean and the fact that the Lions. <laughs> the way they're going to regress is even getting worse is crazy considering they're one of the most profitable teams against the spread. I think that regresses now. And um, yeah, I think the Vikings can throb the lions here. The Vikings are super motivated as well uh, for some, uh, for a playoff spot. So I'm on the lions uh, or I'm on the Vikings uh, next game. We have the giants at Dolphins, uh, the spread is minus three Dolphins. Nick, we're going to start off with you. I like the Dolphins. I think they're kind of a sneaky good team. Um, you know, we saw Tua's one of the better quarterbacks over the past few weeks. Oh, you want to yeah. give me that stat, PV? Uh, I don't know. You're the one that sent it. But, no, I've been <laughs> on the Dolphins. I, I've been, yeah. I, I'm the one that takes the, the, the watch out for them. I said sneaky yeah. playoff team. I yeah, mean, sneaky shot, playoff team. I think covers three points. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, you know, they're kind of a, a secret wagon here. Uh, Giants don't have much going for them. The Freddie Kitchen experiments is not going well. Big surprise there. Why? They just dub. beat the Eagles. Got a dub. Yeah, but I think that was the defense <laughs> more than anything. Yeah, it was, but it's just funny. You said the Freddie Kitchen experiment one game I just, they win. I just don't think that offense is like going to do anything. I, I think the Miami defense is actually getting back to what yeah. they were doing last year and like they're playing really well. I just, I just don't think that the their run defense has like I, it's been crazy since they yeah. since they started their win streak. Their run defense has been incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're they're playing like a good team. So I'm I'm not uh, betting against them for the foreseeable future, especially against the Giants. Jeez. Yeah, well, I'll I'll go second just because I'm I agree with Nick here. I've a couple weeks ago I said watch out for the Dolphins you know, sneaky playoff team. I know it's really competitive in the AFC right now, so it would still be very tough for them to make it, but they have, I'm pretty sure they have a pretty easy schedule. I forget who they play next. It might be like the Jets. No, Uh, the Saints are on that schedule, so I guess the Saints are pretty easy to beat too. No, I know the Saints are on one of them or one of the games, but I think the Jets were next. Jets are next, and then they go to New Orleans, then they go to Tennessee, and then they're at home against the Patriots. Yeah, so but you know, at home division unit. But yeah, so the end of it is a little tough, but I think you know, they can be 500 after these next two games. And so it at least puts them in the picture. And I, I think, you know, they're definitely much better than the Giants. Uh I like getting the 3 and not having to go 3 and a half, so yeah, I'm I'm on Dolphins here. I I really don't think 
the Dolphins are that much better than the Giants. If okay, I mean, they've beaten okay, they beat the Patriots very first game of the year. Yeah, blown. can I get a timeout real quick? Yeah, just in Adam Schefter, Daniel Jones is sitting this game with a neck strain he suffered on Sunday. Really, uh, really, yep. Gosh darn it, Schefter breaking news live episode. Literally, we're just going into my Giants picks here. Who's yeah, the well, backup quarterback? Uh, Mike Glennon. Oh, yeah. giraffe neck. <laughs> I don't know. If I'm we not sure even, if it's actually Mike we, Glennon. That would just no, be it, my it is, it preferred is backup. It is Glennon. <laughs> now, but, can we even bet this? Hang on. It's probably going to take it off the board. Probably no, off. Yeah, it's definitely probably off. Oh, no, it's at five. It's at five now. That's five now? That I guarantee I guarantee the sportsbook down here took it off as soon as that those that news breaks. Yeah. I, so if you were able to get the three, congrats. I still honestly like the five because Nick, are you sticking you know, with five? Yeah, I'm gonna stick sure. with five. Yeah. All right, Corey, go okay. ahead. Well, I still don't catch. Gosh darn it, man! I don't like the Dolphins. I don't think they're. <laughs> I don't think they're that good. Go bet Mike Glennon. I, yeah. well, I don't want to fight Glennon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting Mike Glennon. You're getting right Mike Glennon plus five points. So there you go. Okay. Well, I, I again, they've not played really anyone. Uh, I'm going to be contrarian here. I'm going to stick with my gut that I was going with. Block it in, Giants. <laughs> That's right, Corey. But, stick, but, stick to it, Corey. But I'm waiting until I'm not putting that number in until I see what it pops up on Sunday. Because I'm going to get more points here when this news comes out. No, so, I, honestly, usually what happens is people over that people love going to the like the second news breaks. They love betting the team and sportsbooks yeah. know that. So actually, if anything, this line can move back in the Giants' favor or the Dolphins' favor. So I'm, I'm I'm waiting. I'm putting question mark because wherever they open up at Sunday, Sunday morning, that's what I want. Okay, I'll take the risk of it going down. All right. <laughs> So I had the Giants last week against the Eagles, and you guys roped me into changing my. Pick. I was on the Giants. I know I wasn't on the show, but I no, said I was on the Giants. I know I, I was the first to go. I said Giants, and then these two guys started. No, off. Nick did it with his Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens yeah. slander, and then I realized. Can you blame me? Because the Eagles aren't that good. No. Okay. Well, we're not on the Eagles yet, so. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, I was going to roll with the Giants again here before this Daniel Jones news. Uh And it's kind of like last week where I was going to roll with the Giants until the uh, Freddie Kitchens news. And I lost last week when I changed my mind. You did? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you changed your mind. I forgot about that. They can lose you. So (laughs) fool me once. Shame on you. (laughs) Fool me twice. I'm taking the Giants plus five. Yeah. Not sure that's how it works, but let's see how this one plays out, Marv. <laughs> uh, the Dolphins are going to roll the Giants. Ugh. All right. Next game, we have Bucks at Falcons. Uh, a lot of points. 11 okay. points. A lot of points. Yeah, a lot of points here. Um, Three games in double digits. We'll start, off with, we'll start off with Alex on this one. Yeah. Uh, second largest spread on the slate this week. 50 and a half over under. Um, Brady going into the Mercedes Benstone. Mm-hmm. This feels like too many points. I'm going back and forth on this right now because um, I'm definitely fading most of like what my gut is telling me this week. 
my gut's telling me Brady owns the Falcons and the Mercedes Benz Dome, but 11 is a lot of points. And the Falcons with Corderell Patterson are a different team. Um, sure are. They, they only scored six points through like, I think, four or five games without Cordell. Damn. Um, we're going to go Bucks. Bucks. I think Brady, Brady continues to own the Falcons. It's a huge. All right. Well, I'll jump on your side because, like I was just saying with the Cordell stat, if they're going to try and run him against Vita Vey, who, by the way, is 350 pounds and probably runs like a 4-3, um, <laughs> he's, he's not going to outrun that guy. So uh, I think it could be a blowout, honestly. Um, Tampa Bay is kind of in a perfect spot to just blow a team out, kind of get the momentum train going for a playoff run here. That's kind of typical Tom fashion. So this is when they turn it on. This is when they yep. did last year too. Yeah, Gronk's back healthy. We saw him put up 20-plus points last week, uh, called that one. They're back. Godwin, I think, you know, he's going to step up. He had a kind of an off game, but – yeah, they're, they're not uh, they're not going to stop this team. So, Corey, uh, I think AB plays this game. I think he's fully back to being healthy. Um, Falcons, Falcons look just up and down. I don't I don't know what to make of them because they don't really have any offensive weapons besides Patterson. Pitts has kind of came into realism and like he's a rookie tight end. He's still uh, going to be second. Uh, ever in history to you know in yards right behind uh tony gonzalez what is it tony gonzalez no i think it was someone else well he should he was the number four pick and the only player on that offense for like three fourths of the season i know but he he gets (laughs) double teamed every week like yeah so many guys on it was stud for sure the greats figure it out so he doesn't figure it out what do you mean he's about to be the second you know, most in the history of time. I like this. I would like to see his stats against good teams. So that's what I would like to see. Okay. Well, he's going to go off here. I'll tell you that. Okay. I think the tight end position's evolving a little bit. We see him lining up outside, you know, like sometimes he's playing receiver. So I don't know if we could really categorize tight ends anymore as their own separate uh, little section there, but I don't know. The leagues are changing. Are you taking the bucks, Corey? I am. I'm going to take the bucks here. Minus 11. I think again, it's a big spot. Or it's a big spread, but I think with the way their team's playing, the momentum, the points they're scoring, uh, their defense uh, looks to be playing a little bit better. And, you know, I don't think Matt Ryan can beat the Bucs and throughout the, through the air with their weapons that they have. So I like I like the Bucs here, minus 11. Well, I'm going to be on the Falcons plus 11. If you've faded, here's a little just to, if you've bet the Lions spread every week, you've won money. If you bet the buck spread every week, you've lost money. And that's just a simple people, it, you know, they like betting on good teams. Whereas, you know, you're bet again, we're betting numbers and the bucks are one of the biggest, you know, one of the heaviest publicly bet teams in the league. And so Vegas knows this and their, their lines always inflated. That's why they're, you know, been probably one of the worst teams against the spread this year. And so, you know, this is another fade Tom Brady. He hasn't looked good. You know, no one can deny that. He's, you know, the last three games, he's thrown like as many touchdowns as interceptions, I think. Um, so, yeah, I'm on the Falcons plus 11 divisional game in uh, Atlanta. I think Pitts has a really good game here. You know, 
who knows? Ridley could be announced coming back at any second. I, I doubt it's this week, but it could always happen. <laughs> He's not coming back. He's not playing the rest of this year. Yeah, yeah. It is, it, you're probably right. But, you know, he. I'm just saying I think there's definitely value. On, there's no value taking the Bucks at over 10 points here, in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, give me give me the Falcons at home, plus 11. Uh, next game, we have Eagles at the Jets. We have Eagles minus six and a half. We'll start with Nick here. Uh, I mean, two like pretty average football teams, but we have seen the Eagles really blow some teams out. So six and a half feels like a lot, but it's the Jets. I think Michael Carter's still out. Mm. Um, I guess I'll go with the Eagles. Fly Eagles, fly. Is that the saying? <laughs> yeah. Fly Eagles. I, I think this is again. I think Eagles roll the Jets here, and I think each like Miles Sanders could have a really good game. I think Jalen Hurts. He might not play. Okay, so if he doesn't play, then Boston Scott, whoever the running back is there, is yeah. Their running backs don't matter, so it's just they're gonna run, they're gonna <laughs> run all over this team. Uh, Jalen Hurts could you know, possibly be the QB one uh, for fantasy this week. If he's fully, he might be out too. just letting you know that, but he might be out as well. No, I said, if he's healthy. Oh, okay. So if Jalen hurts, everyone's healthy. I'm taking the Eagles here. Uh, Alex. Yeah. uh, This seems like an obvious pick on the Eagles. So just because of that, uh, I'm going to take the jets plus six and a half, (laughs) even though I hate, Saying that I'm going to bet the Jets, I'm going to do it, dude. Zach Wilson's going to get eaten alive by the secondary. <laughs> yeah. Have you bet. ever heard anyone in your life say, "Oh, I won that bet," and they bet on the Jets? Uh, the Jets. I've never heard. Let me see it. what the the Jets are against the spread this year. It might not even be as bad as you think. Probably not, but I mean, or no, it's bad. It's just the worst in the league. So. <laughs> All right, give me the Jets. Worse than Tampa Bay. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you're always talking regressions of mean, but they're pretty bad. So um, so you're on the Jets, plus six and a half. Yeah, lock it um, up. I'm, I'm going you went to with be... the low ownership strategy there. Um, you know, <laughs> not a lot of other team people were picking them, so had a differentiate. Yeah. I like it. I'm going to be on the Eagles here. I think this is more of a matchup thing because the Jets are so, so terrible against the run. And that's how the Eagles like to play. You know, as we saw against the the Giants, you know, Hurts, you know, at times he's just super inconsistent as a passer. Like there's times when he looks great, but there's times when he looks like he did against the Giants and he's just not that good. But what we do know is the Eagles do love to run the ball. And whether it's Boston Scott, whether it's Sanders, uh, they're gonna they're gonna do well against uh, the Jets. I really like it more if Hertz plays because you know he's like the biggest rushing threat on that team. Having Gardner Minshew back there against the Jets, I'd probably be on the Jets spread side of the spread. But as long as Hertz is in there, I'm on the I'm on the Eagles. So next game, we have Cardinals at Bears. Cardinals are seven and a half point favorites. It looks like Kyler and Hopkins should be back uh, this week. 
Uh, we'll start out with Corey on this one. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I really don't. I think if I'm a Cardinals fan, do I want, you know, Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins back right now? If I know they come yes. off a of bye and they missed what they missed two games, three yeah, games. You want three. them back as soon as possible. I think no, it might I, have been three. They're still winning games though with Colt McCoy. And I know they went two and one with them. Yeah, that's and, why I think the only way they're back is if they're like hundred percent. Yeah. And they still have a good lead over in their division um, ahead of the, the Rams. So if Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins are playing, um, I'll take the uh, I'll take a minus seven and a half. If they're not, I'll, I'll be on the Bears. Is Dalton playing or is it Fields? Uh, that, that determines what side I'm on of the spread here, I'm, but I think it's Dalton. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Dalton. They said that uh, Fields has actually yeah. some fractured ribs. So okay, well you know what? If it's Dalton, I kind of like Dalton more here than I like. All right, I like. I think the Bears' defense is pretty good. Um, is so, Khalil Mack done for the year? Yeah. Okay. So, I, I'm so I'm all right. I'm switching my pick. I'm on the Bears minus six and a half or seven, seven and a half. Uh, plus seven. Plus, plus seven and a half. No, you got to take a minus seven and a half now. <laughs> Alternate spread. <laughs> My favorite. You get amazing odds on that. I can guarantee it. Plus 400. <laughs> um, Nick. I think it, kind of the injury story here. Bears, not very healthy. Cardinals, back to full strength. I know they're nine and two, so like they don't need to win, but um, they're going to just, they're just going to steamroll the Bears. Let's be honest. If Kyler's healthy, like it's not going to be close. So I think they could beat him by a touchdown. Alex? Yeah. Um, this is a tough one, too, over a touchdown. But I think, like Corey was saying, I mean, if Kyler and uh, Hopkins both play, like I don't love, like this could easily be a double digit spread in my mind, especially coming off of a bye week too. They've had like two weeks to prep for them. Um, everything is telling me to take the Cardinals, so I will go with the Bears plus seven and a half. Also, <laughs> literally, you're just fading your brain. Everything to kind of think about here is like it takes a couple. It doesn't. It takes a couple quarters to get back into game speed right away. Yeah. Yep. Also, if he gets like, if he gets, if he takes a hit and is like hobbled, they might just pull him right away and just like say, yeah. like cut our losses. It's the Bears. And yeah. 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 I'm, I'm going to be on the Bears here. As long as it's, I, I, we're pretty confident it's Dalton. If it was Fields, I'm taking the Cardinals all day. Uh, but yeah, with, with yeah. Dalton, I think he's more capable enough to keep a game closer. And, yeah, like Corey was saying, you know, with Kyler and Hopkins coming back, I think Hopkins should be like, I mean, I don't think it'll take a whole lot for him to get up to game speed, but maybe Kyler just not being out on the field, throwing balls, running. I think it might take him a little bit to, to get up to game speed. Like you could see like the Bears score an early touchdown and then the Cardinals maybe playing from behind a little bit. I'm not sure, maybe a backdoor cover, but I think the Bears can cover seven and a half at home. Uh, here so uh, i'm on the bears uh next i don't know game. i mean the cardinal as good as the record was they were only 500 in november so i think they just got to put it together and like start getting some momentum for the second half of the year so thinking a blowout here boys all right it's not so no one's had a lock yet just 
just being like, no, no, we haven't gone over a game yet. That's a lock. Nope. This early right. slate, except for this this last game, is not great. Yeah, I, yeah. I guess I haven't had my lock yet either. Uh, next game we have the Chargers at Bengals. Uh, Bengals minus three. Um, well, I guess I haven't started off one in a minute, so I'll go ahead and go first. I've been on the Bengals since before the season started. I, I don't know how more people w- uh, weren't on them. You know, they have one of the best offenses uh, in the league um, with those receivers, Mixon. And, you know, I think this is a spot. You know, they've come off some big, big wins recently. But I also do think the Chargers are a pretty solid team. And they've had some letdown spots recently. And I think at a field goal, you know, and it, it, both teams, I think, are, are pretty solid. I, I think I have to take the points here with the Chargers uh, in a really close game uh, with the Bengals. I think this one could just come down to the wire, um, but I, I, I just think they're really evenly matched, and I, I just have to take the points in, in this case. Um, but I do, I, I do love the, the Bengals so much that they're a very, very good team. Yeah, the Bengals are fun to watch. They got so much young talent. I mean, how, Mixon had 165 yards and a monster. or something. And, like, I think he scored two touchdowns in the last five games. Like, just some insane stat like that. And, obviously, you got Jamar putting up crazy numbers. Uh, Higgins come Higgins. alive. Yeah. Boyd is, you know. Boyd had a couple good games. Back, but, yeah, yeah, he just sprinkles in a few good games here and there. But, yeah that Higgins and, and Chase duo with Mixon. I mean, Burroughs looked great. You know, didn't, did, you know, what were you saying, Corey, before the season started? He's just going to get eaten alive every play by opposing D-lines because he has no protection. Yeah, in the games they lose, he gets he gets absolutely obliterated. Okay, but he's faced, we talked about like the the Raiders that one game and, and they have a good defensive front and they I- destroyed him. I, I all I said was if you get pressure on Joey B, he doesn't look as good as he should yet. That's all I said. And Hasn't it, he been the best quarterback in the league against the Blitz? I don't know. You'd have to look that set up. I'm, I'm just, almost positive Joe Joe Burrow is the number one quarterback against the Blitz this season. Well, I mean that could, that could, I, I in the games that they've lost. What do you mean? Like, they've lost what stat like the QBR or what? Yeah, what are like you using his, to determine the best like quarterback, his, just like his like PFF grade or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he's regardless of what's what's on that, Alex, did you uh, did you finish up? No, no, I uh, I hadn't even really started. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you go, and then I'll go. Okay. All right. Um, this is going to be. I mean, this is the best game on the early slate, no question. Um, Chargers coming off a bad loss to the Broncos. Uh, we all fall, fell for that trap line. Um, Bengals coming off a great win versus the Steelers. Uh, I don't know if that trend of teams who didn't cover against teams who covered the week prior is still kind of in effect, but I'm going to roll with that strategy here. I'm going to take Chargers plus three going into Cincy and uh, I think probably getting a win here too. I, th- I think the Chargers are a better team right now than the Bengals. Uh, the records are the same, right? Or no, I think the Bengals are one game, one game ahead of them. One game ahead of them. 
so yeah, with that being said, it's a tight playoff race. Um, I think this is a game who determines who gets in between these two teams. Um, as funny as that sounds, why can't both of them make it? Because I don't think the Bengals make it in with their remaining schedule. I have to look it up again. Um, I just, I like, I think Justin Herbert's a better quarterback than Joe, uh, Joey B at this time. I think weapon sets, I think they're both pretty even. Um, with that being said, I think the Chargers have a little bit better of a uh, defense than the Bengals, not by a lot. And I, I just think that the Chargers go in, they get a win after looking pretty bad. So give me the Chargers here, plus three. Yeah, I think the reason the, that they were sputtering so much was a lot of that secondary was hurt, which is kind of the strength of their their whole team. Are they healthy now? Here, so healthy. Asante Samuel's coming back. They lost a couple guys to IR cornerbacks and a strong safety, but um, not, you know, one of the top guys. And I think Asante Samuels, he's playing like one of the best cornerbacks in the league um, for being a, a rookie, especially. So he's questionable. I think this game, I almost want to pick based on that decision. Um, wow. Cause I think it's going to be really close. And if Asante Samuel is, a good versus game. Jamar Chase, like it's going to be an awesome matchup. So it's, it's hard to say. So like anything that moves the needle one way or the other, like I, I kind of want to take that side. Um, That's kind of why I just took the point. You know? it's like it's such a close game. You may as well get the team that could still win it and you get a few, yeah. you know, and both these teams started out so hot, kind of had some mid season lulls. Chargers were a little banged up and we saw the Bengals lose to the Jets three weeks ago so like at the same time it's like kind of scared to say that they're you know a wagon right now but Here's, i don't know they they beat the the steelers pretty handily and uh they're looking good off the bye week a couple weeks ago beat the raiders so i'm gonna take the Bengals in this one Here, here's the Bengals' remaining games so chargers niners broncos ravens chiefs browns yeah, so one not one non-playoff team. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm thinking that this this could be the determining factor. If you know, if you want to go by percentage chance of each game, I mean they may not they'll probably be favored in like two of those last remaining five games. Uh so probably against Denver, maybe. Denver and they'll be they'll be favored against if they especially to beat the Chargers even if they lose it, it'd be at least like a pick them probably against the 49ers yeah but yeah. I mean the 49ers are looking good right now. so I don't know like I said I, I think this game determines between these two who gets in so yeah th this is definitely probably like I think it's the game of the week or game like between the midday games and the early games it has to be the game of the week yeah and then the Chargers remaining schedule is Bengals Giants Chiefs Texans Broncos Raiders I, so, I agree this game I think has a ton of playoff implications and I think it's such it this isn't even a game like they're so evenly matched just like the mix yeah. is such a good match against the Chargers There's no X factor <laughs> Eckler has a really good match against the Bengals and so do like it's just both of our teams are su such good matchups this is going to be one of the best games I think big mm -hmm. DFS game yeah it could be Hopefully it's not just a big defensive battle. I, I think I want that one. I want to see that one turn into a shootout, but um, all right. Now we're going to the midday games. We got the Washington football team. This, this team is confusing me right now at, at the Raiders. 
we have the Raiders at two and a half favorites. Uh, we'll start out with Alex on this one. Yeah, Raiders coming off a good win. They put up 36 on the Cowboys. Uh, shout out to all of us for calling that to be the Thanksgiving Day game to play. Uh, very clearly was. Yeah. Some bills in there, but um, the yeah, the Washington football team, like you're saying, PB, they're confusing. Like they are. Like this, that Seahawks team is so bad. It is so bad, and they they almost managed to lose to them. They did, but they, they they've what so now? But you can say that Taylor Heineke has beat beat Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and who who was in the between there? They beat someone. He they beat right after the Bucks game. Who they beat? Uh, the Raider was it? The Raiders? No, no, they're playing the Raiders. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bucks, Broncos, Bronco, Bucks, Broncos. Then they lost to the Broncos. Lost to the Chiefs. It was it was three in a row. I think they beat the Bucks. Someone oh, else. Panthers. Panthers. Sorry. Yeah, they beat the Panthers. So yeah, so he's on like a nice little streak here. But what do you think? Like, what? yeah, yeah. Um, under a field goal though, uh, this Raiders team, if they can put up thirty six on the Cowboys, like I don't think that uh, the football team has enough firepower to keep up with that. Um, yeah. And it's also in Las Vegas, um, so I'll take the Raiders at home here and lay the points. All right. Um, Corey. Washington's in the playoffs if they start tomorrow. So um, let that sink in. I, again, I'm with everyone else here. I don't know what the, the Washington football team is. I mean, they, they're, that offensive line looked pretty, pretty good yesterday. I mean, they held that ball for in the final fourth quarter for like 10 minutes. And like, they did that last game too. Remember that? Like, a yeah, again, drive Tom Brady against the Bucs. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, so they obviously know what their identity is, which is they want just to completely control the game uh, time-wise, and they're not a shootout team whatsoever. I don't think they have it in them uh, to do that, and I don't think Tyler or Taylor Heineke is quite there as a quarterback. He, I was watching that game last night, and he couldn't make – some of the throws he was throwing looked not – like a football – like a pro football quarterback should make like across the field like comeback routes – and he just couldn't get the ball there. Like, he doesn't have the arm strength that uh, most quarterbacks have. But uh, their defense is playing better. They're they're looking good. And I, I don't think the Raiders are that good. I Yes, they beat the Cowboys, uh, but I don't know. Raiders always going to Raiders at one point, in, you know, at one point in the season. So I'm going to take the football team here on the road at plus two and a half. Nick? think the Raiders are going to win by more than a field goal. So I'm sticking with the Raiders. I think the Washington football team is a bunch of frauds. Um, Seattle's terrible. Carolina's terrible. That was the whole Cam Newton experiment comeback game. Yeah, what did I say about that? (laughs) Talking about – I think Tom Brady and the the Buccaneers, that win, I'm just going to say that was an anomaly. They happen. just going to move past it. I'm not going to alter my decision on – such a strange event. Uh, lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place. So give me the Raiders. Yeah. I, I wish the Panthers were on the slate so we could talk, could have talked about how bad Cam is. I don't know why people thought like how 
quick they were. He comes back, he looks all right for a little bit, and people are like, well, he's back, he's back. No, he's still trash. That's why he wasn't on a football team. Um, and that's why the Panthers aren't going anywhere. Uh, but not getting to this game and the football team versus the Raiders, I think the football team's coming off three, you know, what maybe someone call fluky wins, maybe not. You know, they probably, you know, especially against like the Panthers, like, yeah, they, I expected them to win that game. Uh, but now going into Las Vegas against a team like Derek Carr, a team like the Raiders who love to pass and Derek Carr, you know, that's, that's their offense. And the Washington football team is terrible against the pass. I, th- I was, I could not believe Russell Wilson couldn't, I don't understand what Pete Carroll is doing with that team. Like I, I texted you guys. I was like this two minute before the game ended, I texted you guys. I said, whatever happens in this two minute drill is what they should do throughout the entire game. What Wilson drives like 80 yards scores a touchdown in like a minute and a half. I just, why don't they run their offense like that? I know I, we're I not even on the Seahawks, but I'm saying that that football, Washington football team is so vulnerable against the pass. I don't know what they were thinking all game. I think he's, I think he's still hurt. I think he's faint. I don't think, yeah, I think that finger is still affecting him. He missed a couple of throws. Yeah, he looked, he, he sailed some passes for yeah. sure. But I, I don't know. I don't think he'd be running the ball around as much and willing to take as much sacks as, as he was if his foot finger was that hurt. I, I don't know. I just think that Seahawks team right now is Pete's Pete Carroll. I, I, that guy needs to go. The dude's a dinosaur. He doesn't know how to coach. Um, but we're not even on the Seahawks. It's just this football team is not good against the pass. And Derek Carr, you know, he, he shreds bad yards. pass defenses. He puts up yards. Yeah, he puts up yards. And he, what he put like 400 against the Cowboys. I, I think the Raiders easily win this by more than a field goal. You know, we could see another big Deshaun Jackson touchdown. Brian Edwards, Renfro, one of them's going to have a big game probably. Unfortunately, Waller's probably not playing because he probably would have had a big day. But, yeah, I'm taking the Raiders here. I, Are you sure I, he's not playing? Waller, yeah, I don't think he's yeah. playing. They might be testing it out, but I doubt he plays. Um, I, Man, I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to my lock because I want – I think this is my lock of the week. I don't – I don't see how the Raiders don't win this by at least a field goal at home. Yeah. This is my lock. I'm going with it. It's funny because the other, <laughs> we'll get to the Seahawks, but they were, they were the other one that I was thinking about locking in, but I, I'm, I'm locking in the Raiders at minus two. Yeah. That's my lock in. of the week. Lock it in. Uh, all right. Next we have Jaguars at Rams spread is minus 12 and a half. Uh, we'll start out with Nick. It's a lot of points, 12 and a half. Yep. This one feels kind of like one of those number of games. Um, I'm going to take Urban Meyer for a late season cover, 12 and a half. I don't think they're going to win, but I think Trevor Lawrence has to show at least one good game. Like, we're like, oh, that's why he was the number one pick. So maybe it's when he's dancing all over Jalen Ramsey or outrunning Aaron Donald. I'm not sure why I just took the Jaguars, but we're going with it. <laughs> no gun your head. Take it back. Take it back. Uh, Everyone else is sticking to it, so I'm not going to flip-flop. This is such an easy pick. The Rams, I mean, they're at home. I mean, this is a game where – 
they're they're pissed. Everyone's saying like, oh, you can't bring in these random players like these superstars and put together a, a winning roster. Like that may be true. That that could be definitely true. You, they might not have you know the locker room that they need to win, but it's the Jaguars. It's Urban Meyer. He's probably already starting to pack his bags to go to go up to South Bend and become the next coach at Notre Dame because they are going to get absolutely obliterated. I think Matthew Stafford, if he's so the question is Matthew Stafford is hurt and he's playing through injuries. So he's looked, you know, kind he's of looked terrible. He's he hasn't looked great. No, I will give you that. But he's a still a Hall of Fame quarterback. They have the weapons. The Jaguars do not have the weapons. Like Nick was saying, I think Jalen Ramsey takes one to the house. And I, I, I think Aaron Donald probably has like four or five sacks in this game. So give me, give me the Rams at home. This is so many points. This is so many points. Um, but I already took the Jets. I will not allow myself to take the Jets and the Jaguars. I just can't do it. Um, I'm going to go Rams at home here in a bounce back spot that they desperately need. Um, yeah. Because right now they're going to be traveling in the playoffs and that team has not looked good on the road. And if, especially if you have to go to green Bay, like you don't want to play. Like green Bay. They don't, they don't want to do that. So no. um, I think this is a statement win. I think it's a blowout win. I could honestly see them like goose egging the Jaguars and just putting up a fat donut. Um, so I'll take Rams and lay the points. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be on the Rams as well, minus twelve and a half. You know, the Rams probably have like three more wins on their schedule, and this is definitely one of them. And I think th- this is just we've seen Stafford can't compete with like good teams. You know, he, he's I, I, you know we've talked about this. He's nine and seventy in his career against teams with winning records. And, you know, I don't care that he was on the Lions and but he had Calvin Johnson. He, you know, they had a couple playoff, maybe one playoff team, who knows, in that time span. But he still he, he can't compete against good teams, good quarterbacks. Uh, it's been a case of his whole career. But what he does do is he beats up on bad teams and the Jaguars would classify as a bad team. And so. Yeah, if you've if this year if you've bet, you know when the Rams are playing against a good team, if you've taken the other team spread, you probably won. And if they've played against bad teams and you've taken the Rams spread, you you've probably won. Um, so, yeah, I think the the Rams absolutely roll here. We'll get into the DFS slate tomorrow, but I think their defense has a huge showing. I don't think this is the game where Trevor Lawrence comes alive by any means. I think they play like the Texans and the jets later in the year. And I think that's where you see like, he's come, you know, Lawrence come alive at, at the end of the year, you know, hope for the next season, but it's definitely not here against the Rams. Uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I could see a Jalen Ramsey. They, they haven't scored a defensive touchdown yet this year for all of the pressures that they bring on quarterback and interceptions, fumble work. They have zero defensive touchdowns. I think, I think they get a defensive touchdown this week as well. Um, so yeah, I'm on the Rams there. Uh, next game Ravens at Steelers, another game that potentially could have some playoff implications. Um, but definitely not as an, as entertaining as that, uh, Bengals chargers as these teams are much slower paced. 
Uh, we'll start out with Nick on this one. Your 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 brownies are in that division. What's going to happen here? Um, I like the the Ravens minus four and a half, but uh, I think it'll be a close game. Like you're saying, slow pace, um, very run heavy both both sides. I think uh, maybe the the Ravens have an edge just on the defensive front. Actually, um, if TJ Watt is still out, I like the Ravens even more, but kind of waiting to see what they decide on his front because um, he's kind of a big factor. So he has COVID, so I don't think he can play in this game. This will be the second week he missed for that, right? Mm, no. I'm no doctor. I don't, I, I thought it was still <laughs> up in the air. Maybe he is available to play this week. I'm not sure. Was he was that? out last week with it too. So, TJ Watt. But, yeah, but got, I, I like the Ravens game. either way. It's just kind of another added factor for why I think it's kind of a Ravens game here. Wow. They're not messing around. Uh, defense looked really good. Big Ben needs to hang it up. That was incredibly obvious last week if you watched even five minutes of that game. So, um, I think maybe Marlon Humphreys, you know, kind of bounces back he's had a tough year so let him get a couple off big ben yeah um this game is really it's it's an interesting game because i don't think the ravens are a good team at all i i think it's very evident that lamar jackson still has a lot of work to do to become a good quarterback um, i understand the browns have a good defense but the fact that he threw what four interceptions or something like that he turned the ball over four times and they still won um is pretty crazy to think about. Uh, yeah, it, with the Watt situation, if he's out, I, I kind of, kind of feel like the Ravens have a better shot at winning. But like, if you get pressure on Lamar Jackson, you saw what the Raven or the the Dolphins did, and he looked bad. The offense looked bad. So I like the Steelers here at plus four at home. It's a divisional game. Um, I don't think the Steelers are going anywhere, but I think they keep it close and they win. And I think, you know, because Big Ben's head is like getting ready to be put on a, a pike outside the, uh, the stadium there at Heinz Field. So I think he has to win this game to maybe have another shot at potentially being the quarterback again uh, at the end of the year, um, or I should say next year. So give me give me the Steelers here, plus four. Big, ben is, Big ben is done. He's done after <laughs> this year. No one's going to take him back after this year. Uh Steelers are eyeing down their first losing season in, I think, 14 years or something crazy like that. Um, So, and they still are still playing, uh, you know, for that and potentially um, a wild card spot. They're at home here, home pups. Um, I think that this game stays close. I could see like a game winning Justin Tucker field goal in like a similar game as the Ravens Browns game last week, where it's like 13 to 10 or 17 to 14 or something like that. Um, but the Steelers being home pups, uh, Pittsburgh is, you know, um, not like the, the craziest home field advantage, but it's definitely there. Uh, so for those reasons, I'm going to take Steelers plus four. Yeah, this is this is a really tough game for me. Definitely won't be betting it um, because I do think the Steelers are super overrated. I think they're a bad team. Ravens definitely better than the Steelers, but they're laying four points. 
and I think they're overrated as well. I don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender by any means. Lamar Jackson, yes, he's a amazing on the ground, you know, amazing runner. That's what keeps them in football games or wins football games. But as a passer, we've seen it throughout his whole career. He'll have great games passing, but then he'll have games like he had against the Browns. I mean, just look terrible. I mean, he has like, I feel like he has close to as many interceptions as he does touchdowns this year. Doesn't he? Like, does anyone, can anyone look that up? Yeah. I feel like he has like he's thrown as many touchdowns as interceptions or it's awfully close. And I don't know. I think laying four points in Pittsburgh is just probably a bit. 15 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Okay. So kind of close. Um, yeah. I think it's just probably, man, I hate the Steelers though. It's tough. I, I think it will be close. So uh, yeah. So it's just, I'm going to take the points with the Steelers just because they're at home and you know i still think i I still think the ravens probably win this game but i just can't lay four points with the ravens who i also think are overrated so don't bet this game though it's a terrible game to bet in my opinion um next game we have 49ers at seahawks seahawks plus three and a half we'll start out with alex well, I'm glad you started out with me because this is my lock of the week. That Seahawks team is hot garbage. They are <laughs> so bad. Everything about that Monday night game was like probably the worst called and played football game I've watched from a team that's supposed to have like a half decent roster in a long, long time. So like, obviously you watch a Lions game or a Jags game, you know what you're going to get. But with the Seahawks, for the last, I don't know, however long Russ has been in the league, six years, whatever, um, they've been a team who can – they win those close games. They win those games that are hard fought until the end, and they just haven't been doing it this year. And you saw all the preseason stuff with uh, Russ and Pete Carroll. I think a lot of that is factoring into it. They pretty much don't have anything to play for anymore. I don't think Pete Carroll or Russell Wilson are on that team next year, and they're even worse than they are this year. Um, I know the 49ers aren't with Debo, who is a huge piece of their offense, but I still think you got guys on that side of the ball like Kittle and Ayuk, who have – Ayuk's been turning up lately, but Kittle's been a little hit or miss. I think those guys pick up the slack, and uh, the 49ers, who have been – a buzzsaw lately continue their run here. Nick? Agreed. Yeah, I like San Fran's side a lot. I think um, their defense is kind of playing that like that team that was in the Super Bowl. Uh, we start to seeing that kind of come back. I don't know if it's at the same level, but we're seeing signs of it again. Um, I think their running game is hot right now. Elijah Mitchell is proven to be a reliable back. Everyone made fun of me at the beginning of the year for dropping a hundred five bucks on him and in our fantasy football league. And I'm glad I did. The guy puts up points. Um, He's kind of a staple piece in that offense. Um, See you later, Trey Sermon. He's his career's done. Um, (laughs) Haven't seen him, but yeah, I I think, you know, buzzsaw is like, is a great word to describe the 49ers right now, Alex. So I, I like the, I like them right now. Do you know DK Metcalf had like one target like the entire game? Maybe. And then it was, remember I was talking about that two minute drill, coming back to that, just 
drove all the way on the field. Metcalf has a nice little pat catch out of bounds. Like, what are they doing? Why aren't they doing that all game long? I don't get it. I just, I again, yeah. I, I think Russ is just not healthy enough right now to to play quarterback. But they that funny, roster is terrible too. Like they, Russ is good. He's beat up. Oh, besides that, they have Lockett and DK, who they don't use right. They don't have any running back right now. Their defense is terrible. Like so bad. Jamal Adams is the only one who's competent enough to. You know what's field funny though, Jamal Adams that defense because of how bad they're they'll end up having. They'll have ended up giving away like a fourth overall pick for for Jamal Adams. Yeah, that roster is terrible. Like that G- GM is maybe one of the worst in the league. They've done nothing to help Russ or build a team around him in the past few years since that Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor team. They they've never recovered from that. Corey. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the. I think the 49ers are going to run the ball like 95 times in this game. Uh, if you bet on that, bet on that because the Seahawks cannot stop the run. Uh, Antonio Gibson and even McKissick last last night were uh, running up and down the field on on the, the Seattle Seahawks. And again, we've talked about, I don't think Russ is healthy. They are at home. Um, it is, you know, a divisional game. So the line's a little bit closer and that's the only reason but if this was in San Francisco, I think this would be a higher spread. Um, so I'm going to take the 49ers here minus three and a half, though I think like this could be a trap and the Seahawks somewhere, somehow backdoor cover this. But I like 49ers. Yeah, so as I was talking about how the Raiders were my lock of the week, I was this I had going into the show today before I switched it to the Raiders because I just feel a bit more confident. Because I think the Seahawks do have the potential to completely blow it again. But I was going to, my lock of the week was going to be Seahawks plus three and a half. I do think this could be a trap spot where everyone looks at how the Seahawks have performed the last several weeks and look at the 49ers and how they performed in the public. Absolutely hammers uh, the Niners. Probably one of the most publicly bet teams of the week is, is what I'd guess. And I, I just, what I, what I see happening is they look, when they're looking at film or whatever, and they look back at, okay, when we scored on that last drive, like what happened? Like we passed the ball out. Like we let Russ throw. I do think maybe Russ is slightly banged up, but I I think at home in a divisional game, getting over a field goal with Russell Wilson as your quarterback, I think they obviously have to make some changes. Like they can't keep doing what they've been doing and win. So they're going to change it up. They're going to have a new game plan going into this next week. And I think you could have a – I think one of Metcalf or Lockett is going to have a massive, massive game. My guess would be Metcalf. I think he has a better matchup. But, you know, the Seahawks did beat the 49ers by a touchdown earlier this year in in San Francisco. I know the 49ers have been playing better lately, but I I just think at home I have to take Russ, and I'm going Seahawks plus three and a half. So – you think they're going to fun fact Jimmy G's had the best uh, QB ranking the past five weeks. Yeah. He's looked, he's looked pretty solid. And the other reason why, like I ended up taking the Raiders over this is the 49ers do actually match up well because the Seahawks have been getting pounded on the ground. And that's, I mean, what team like the 49ers run the ball better than almost every team in the league, but you know, that could run a lot of clock down could be lower scoring and, and, just yeah do you think 
You think this is the week that Pete Carroll, after six years, decides to not run the ball on first and second down? Gosh, I can't. It's so hard. To, I, I can't watch that anymore. Like, this is the week? This is the week he decides I, I do to. think because it's like, okay, in the last however many years, I, I mean, when's how often have they missed the playoffs? Like they've they've been they've had like a good enough team where they've been able to get away with terrible play calling. You see, in the end of an era, it, it could be. I mean, it honestly could be, and I'm just I'm just catching the Seahawks just completely decline. But I think they have they are gonna. It's a divisional game. I think they're gonna switch things up and, and let Russ pass a lot more. Um, and so I'm just I gotta take the Seahawks, Russ with points at home like yeah. you really are going to get that so yeah uh, i gotta do it um all right two games left we have sunday night football chiefs back on the slate broncos at chiefs the spread is now minus 10 so nick big chiefs fan over here big mahomes fan over here <laughs> what are you taking here well the broncos defense i think is kind of the x factor in this one Patrick uh, is the truth. That's yeah. So he's good. Did you see his first pick six was against the Dolphins and his dad's last pick six was also against the Dolphins? Yeah. Like, what are the odds of that? I like, if you could bet that, you'd get like plus eight million. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Kind of a, a full circle, cool little thing there. I think that defense is hot, though. Uh, PB actually called this going into the year. They said, he said, Look out for that uh, Broncos defense, and we're starting to see it come alive. Held the Chargers to 10, point, 10 or 13 points last week, so I think it's legit. Uh, divisional games we know are always tough. It's close. I like 10 points here. I think Mahomes is a fraud. We don't have to get into it today, but, um, yeah, give me, the, give me the Broncos plus 10. I think the Chiefs probably win, though. Yeah, I'm, I agree with you here, Nick. I think this is too many points. Uh, the Chiefs over the last two years have been atrocious against the spread. Um, and I think I think that I, I agree they win this game, but probably by a touchdown, if not less. Um, Broncos coming off a good win against the Chargers. Defense looking real, real good. Um, so I'll, I'll take that double-digit spread as well. Um, I like the Chiefs. I think they are coming together quickly. Broncos defense, I mean, yes, they, they're looking better than they have earlier in the season. They've looked uh, great all year. Okay, well, you can we can pick and choose, you know, they, who they looked good against and uh it doesn't matter they're letting up so few points i mean yes there's a couple games where they've let teams they've held the i just before you go i want to tell you what teams they've held they've held the chargers to 13 they held the cowboys to 16 washington to 10 browns they let 17 uh ravens 23 which still not that much for a team Bron jets zero jags 13 giants 13 like they don't allow that many points to teams. I'm just like saying from the beginning of the year when I said the Broncos, and that's without Bradley Chubb and trading away Von Miller. Chubb, okay. I think, is still coming back, isn't he? he I, mean, I, I'm not sure on that front. But I, again, so if, if we're talking about, you know, you're not going to hold the Chiefs. I don't care what you want to say. You're not going to hold the Chiefs to under 20 points. I, I don't think it's possible. 
Uh, I mean, it is possible. Bet. That's that's. Not... <laughs> you want you want to make a little wager? Flat bet. We'll make a, an online wager, friendly bet. We can't slap can't do it over the air, so we're betting illegally. But okay, fair, fair. We'll we'll, uh, we'll talk after the show. Um, <laughs> I again, I think this is going to be a high scoring game. Bradley Chubb to play full workload against okay. Chiefs. Don't care. Oof. Okay, I'm just saying. Like, Mahomes I, I know. is going to throw okay. so many picks. No, he's not. He, yes, he, he is. Might, he's he so might bad. And if the reason they get one is because it's going to be thrown to Josh Gordon. It's going to hit him off the freaking helmet, and it's going to get picked. Because <laughs> that happens every time he throws Josh Gordon. It's exactly what happens. Um, so I, I like the Chiefs here. I don't think Broncos can score nearly enough points um, to keep this game close. I think their game script is going to be run the ball, keep – Mahomes off the field, and I, the Chiefs' defense has come alive. It's looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. Uh, giving Chiefs minus ten, I know they can't cover, so I'll probably be taking an L on this. But I, I like the Chiefs here. Alex, I already said Broncos. Too many points. I'm on the Chiefs minus ten. I know I just went on talking about the Broncos and their defense, how great it is, but. You know, when you have a, a quarterback as good as Mahomes and as good of an offense as that is, I don't really care how good your defense is. Mahomes is this is like like I said earlier that we've seen some quarterbacks, uh, kind of the quarterbacks that were in contention for MVP, Brady, Stafford, what I don't Lamar, uh, Josh Allen, Kyler kind Murphy. of who. Kyler Murray. Okay, Kyler, but he since he's been injured, he's kind of yeah. it's harder for him to win it. He w- probably would have he been candidate. He, like he's probably kicking himself because he was playing great. And then quarterbacks yeah. started playing terrible and he just was injured. Like, I mean, we'll just still, if he Mac comes Jones. in hot, he could still win it. He could. Yeah. We'll just but, give it to Mac Jones this year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's past Jamar Chase and uh, rookie of the year, but um, but no, I I think that Mahomes is could easily be put himself right back in contention as one of the leading candidates to win MVP um, in this last stretch of the season. And yeah, I, I just think that the chiefs, I think coming out of the bye, Andy Reid has been one of the best coaches at coming out of the bye um, against the spread winning. Uh, like it's usually that's not a stat, but Andy Reid specifically is one coach that has been so good at game planning coming out of the bye. And yeah, I'm I'm on the Chiefs here minus ten. Uh, I hope I have a couple Mahomes MVP tickets that I'm still hoping come alive, but uh, we'll see we'll see about that. Uh, last game we have Patriots at Bills uh bills are minus is it at three now yeah yeah bill, at bill least on DraftKings. bills minus three so we'll start you just talking about mac jones nick talk to us about maybe why you might take the patriots here i like the is it patriots minus three no pa- patriots at bills patriots plus three Oof. this is tough i think the patriots might be one of the best teams in football right now. Hard for me to say with a rookie quarterback, but they're playing lights out. I mean, Bill Belichick, I think, will probably win coach of the year. So that's pretty great. But um, actually, he's one of the leading candidates. But I think yeah. Cliff Kingsbury could, is going to steal that. 
one of those two guys. Well, well-deserved either way. Um, they're playing at an elite level of football. Not many other teams have achieved this year and, and maintained for that sake. Um, Bills being one of them. They started really hot and started to pick it up again a little bit, but I don't know. I think I just like uh, – I think I'd like the Bills here to win this game just because Belichick's one of those – psycho motherfuckers that'll throw a game just so he doesn't give up the game plan and then wins when it matters. Um, so I, I kind of like Patriots plus three, but bills to win and taking them on the money line. They kind of really middle that game there. Yeah. yeah. Splitting hairs here, Nick. Yeah. That's really, especially after you're not even getting the half That's really splitting hairs. Or, oh, you think this is going to be a blowout? Yeah. Come on. It doesn't have to be a blowout. Like to get my to get the plus three and a money line, you need to finish by one or two. Yeah, yeah, that's a blowout. Field goal. This is going to be. I I think be a good one. I think the Bills are going to run, absolutely run the Patriots out of the building. I I my my thinking behind this is I think this is going to be a high scoring game. I know the Patriots' their defense is looking good. Um, The Bill's offense is a juggernaut, and I don't think that the Patriots will be able to keep up with the points that the Bills are going to score. The four, it's 43 and a half is the over-under. I love it's the over It's supposed to be like rainy and snowy and windy. Yeah. Yeah. Tredavious White is out too. Yeah. Again, okay. So if okay, so barring crazy, crazy, but the Bills play in that weather all the time. I, I'm not, I'm not too too worried about that. Um, if it was like a dome team coming out and then I would, but I, I don't think the, I think the Patriots, they've looked good. Um, you know, they've beaten some okay teams here. I mean, with good records, but like, have they really beaten the top, you know, the cream of the crop? I don't think they have. So, um, I like the bills here minus two and a half at home. I think they three, win it's at three. Okay. Minus three. I, I like them by a touchdown. Okay. Alex. This is gonna be. I think this is gonna be a great game. Oh, it's my lock, lock, lock. Oh, that's your lock, lock. Bills lock of the week for Corey. So right now we have, well, so obviously Nick hasn't didn't give any locks, but saving uh, it till the end. I think it's a good one. Okay, so we have locks so far. We have 49ers minus three and a half. We have Corey on the Bills minus three. Myself on the on the Raiders minus two and a half. And then and I'll go oh, no. Vikings minus seven for my lock. Okay. But we still have to go because we're still talking about this Patriots Bills games, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just saying yeah, I have a couple picks here. <laughs> <laughs> um this is gonna be a good game. This is gonna be a slop fest of a game. I think uh at 43 and a half. Uh, is making me lean towards Patriots and the points. Mac Jones is a guy, and it's just so, so painful to watch the Patriots just continue to to play well. Um, I think that with the game lending itself towards the under, I like the Patriots' run game and defensive combo better in that with the points. Um and I also think they're just a wagon right now. Uh, them and the 49ers, I think, are playing probably the two best, uh, at least the last couple of weeks, have been playing the best football uh, in the league. 
So give me uh, Patriots on the road, and I'll take the points. I'm going to be on the Bills uh, minus three with with Corey. I just think, you know, sometimes these rookie quarterbacks can struggle against, like, the most elite defenses in the league, and I I would classify the Bills as top three defense in the league. And so I think Mac Jones, we could see struggle here. Uh, and, and I think Josh Allen, you know, I think he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's another quarterback that can still make his case for MVP. And yeah, I think the bills, you know, kind of take, take the Patriots off their high horse here, but Nick. Okay. So Nick, your lock of the week is Vikings minus seven. All right. That's so we have all of our locks um, that yeah. anyone else have any last words before we end the show here? Um, no, well, I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess the last words would be, you know, we've come off eight in a row losses. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully at least a couple of us, <laughs> Like, you know, at least three out of four of us get, get a hit our lock. I think I'm bringing back the uh, next dime dozen. I think I'm going to do a 15-game parlay with all my picks because I think I'm due for one. So <laughs> I will – This is the week. Oh, yeah. Let, let's, let's quickly – as a little segment because we don't talk about, I think, teasers enough. And, well, first – well, first I want to just start off by saying you should never tease – unless you're going through two key numbers, that's just like a flat out rule. You should never do like a, a, a minus three to a plus three or something like that, or a minus four to a, a minus 10 or what is it? Uh, like a plus three and a half to like a plus nine and a half or something like that. Cause you just, you lose so much, you lose so much, so much value, never do that. You'll lose over time. And you should never tease through zero, like going from, you know, minus four to plus two, because at that point it's better odds to just take the part, the money line parlay with whatever teaser you were going to do. And it's just, you get better odds that way. So that that's just like a little tidbit of information. With that said, is there any teams that, cause I, I have a couple teams that I think w- would like classify as cutting through a, a couple key numbers. Um, but does anyone else have teasers in mind? I I bring the the Bucks down, the Colts down. The, wait, so you have to Colts give the number down, huh? You have to give the number. Okay, so I bring Colts down to minus three. From uh, there, you go. You got. Well, you went through one key number. Eight. What you, from eight, eight and a half to two and a half. No, you went going from Colts six point three, teaser minus nine. Is yeah, saying. minus nine. You're going through with key number of seven. And okay. you don't get it through the three. Uh, you if it's down to eight and a half, I would. Yeah, if it's eight and a half, it's a it's a great one. Because why, is, why does Nick have eight and a half? Is it oh, it's nine? Okay, well, so fine. don't don't do that. Uh, I'm just saying it's just like they're called, seven points teaser on it. Yeah, but seven points then then you have to like you're losing a nickel on it. You yeah you lose it's uh, two team teasers are like really the only thing you should do. Because you have to either include a third team, which sucks just to get like decent value. Otherwise, you're laying way too much juice on just that number. Well, what's your teasers? The the ones that I had in mind are one of my favorites is the Rams, 12 and a half to six and a half. You get it through the 10, 
and a seven. So I, I like less than a touchdown, the Rams, that's, that's one of my favorites to include uh, in your teasers. Um, what? Get the Cardinals down to minus one and a half. The Cardinals were another one I was looking at, but because I'm on the bears side, getting it from seven and a half to plus 13 and a half, you know, that's one you could honestly like go Rams minus six and a half and then get both sides of it. So like, as long as the Rams cover, you could potentially still win the other two bets you could get, but like you can at least break even, you know what I mean? As long as the Rams cover, if you get the Cardinals minus one and a half and the bears plus 13 and a half, one of those is going to hit as long as the Rams cover and both of them could hit. I like the chargers. You get nine and a half against the Bengals chart. Uh, that feels safe. Chart from three and again, a half to nine and a half. Again, one key number. I know. Well, I think that's if, if the chargers go down to two and a half, then it would be probably worth it. If you can get two and a half to eight and a half, then it would be worth it. Yeah. And then uh, let's see the other ones. I mean, the, honestly, I mean, the thing is, I don't usually like, like the saints getting from four and a half to 10 and a half would classify as a team that you get through two key numbers. But I usually don't the other like rule that I like to do with teasers is teams that have the potential, like that have really good offenses that could just absolutely blow out another team. I usually don't like uh, teasing against because they always have that capability. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Rams are the best one. And then, you know, I guess either side of the, the Cardinals bears works, but. Yeah, that's kind of th- – those are my uh, two picks, I'd say. Okay. Any Anyone else have uh, any last words on parlays, okay. teasers, player props? <laughs> no, I, I think it's too early for player props anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, that wraps this show up for week 13 on uh, the spread picks. And we'll see you guys tomorrow for – the dfs slate the main sunday slate thank you guys for watching please leave a like subscribe comment leave a review if you're listening on the uh, on spotify uh helps boost it in the algorithm uh thank you for watching and we'll see you tomorrow peace